You're listening to the Music Interval Theory Podcast with TC and Frank. Welcome to the Music Interval Theory Academy Podcast. I'm TC, and once again, I'm your host for today. Today, we have a great subject, interval orchestration for 10s and 11s, and comping on the guitar for 10s and 11s. You know, it doesn't matter what chord you play, it will have an outside interval. When we speak of outside intervals, they're generally large intervals, like 11s or 10s. A great example of a chordal outside interval would be a three-part 13th chord. That chord has an 11 in it. Today we're going to orchestrate using 11s and 10s. 11s, of course, have a PC of 1, and 10 has a PC of 2. When we speak of outside intervals on the guitar, we want to keep in mind the TNO, the nature of those intervals. For example, the TNO of 1. The interval 1 resolves, expands to 3. And either voice of that interval can make that expansion. When we talk about interval 2, it expands to either 3 or 4. And 2 is a dominant interval, as its PC is also dominant, and that would be a 10. Our subject today, outside interval, or OIs, are generally large intervals. These large intervals can be played in sets to outline larger chords, like 13ths. Remember, the interval 11 is the PC of 1. Now here's how 1 can expand or resolve. And finally, here is the PC 11. As you can hear, 11s have a contraction and resolution, just like 1s have an expansion and resolution. They are mirrors of one another. Let's talk about 2. That interval is a dominant interval, and it wants to go someplace. Its PC is 10. And 10 also wants to go someplace. That's why they're called dominant intervals. They each also have resolutions. 10 can resolve to 8 or 9. And 2 can resolve to a 3 or a 4. 
Ones and twos are generally not outside intervals, but elevens and tens are. Now, let's hear the resolutions. The real magic comes when we combine these intervals. Let's start with 11s and 10s and play scale number one, the Ionian mode, and then we'll play it with its resolutions so you can start to hear music evolving. Once you understand how resolutions work, you can start on two different scale steps at the same time and get really interesting harmonies that haven't been heard before. Now that would be an interesting sound. Imagine two guitar players in a band playing those harmonies. In this case, one guitar playing resolutions against another guitar playing reverse resolutions. By the way, power guitars sound great with resolutions. <laughs> power guitar. Always a crowd pleaser. Let's go back to our clean sound though, because now I want to talk to you about sequencing these intervals. Instead of taking the sequence from the scale, just to be free to leave the scale or go to new tonalities. So the first one, we're going to take the 11s and 10s and just go back and forth 11, 10, 11. 10, 11, 10. And you'll hear what that sounds like. It's a great sound. Resolutions. <laughs> no, not revolution. Resolutions and reverse resolutions are great ways to have lines go from one voice to the other expanding and contracting in counterpoint. So you might be asking yourself, that all sounds pretty cool, but what about the subject, which is comping using outside intervals, or OIs? Okay, let's look at that. 11s and 10s are the primary intervals that we're going to use for our outside intervals. Let's play a standard progression, 6, 2, 5, 1. And we'll do it in the key of F. Now I'll add the bass notes just using the guitar so you can hear the progression. 
So those are four-part chords, and we're not playing the root, except for on the very last chord. Let's hear the same thing with just the outside intervals of 11s and 10s. That's a pretty good sound, considering we're just playing one interval over each root tone. Now let's try connecting the intervals with lines, because it'll be easy since we're only playing two notes. Four-part chords can be outlined by using sets of tens and elevens. So if you want to comp with four-part chords, you can make your life easy by looking for the tens and elevens within the chord. Here is a perfect example of how you can use resolutions of intervals within a four-part dominant C chord. So let's continue orchestrating. Let's pick a chord. How about a seventh chord? And seventh chords are great in four parts. The beauty is seventh chords can be reverse resolutioned into ninth chords. Comping with tens and elevens can be super quick, very fast, much faster than if you had four-part chords. I know, this doesn't sound like a whole lot going on on the guitar, but remember, we are orchestrating, and this is just the first element that we put down. Great. Nice little comping pattern. Let's orchestrate it and turn it into a piece of music. So here is a little drum groove we can put against it. and 11s, we get lots of mileage comping this way. Now let's add the bass and maybe just a little bit of guitar sweetening using ones with some resolutions. Thank you. 
Okay, that's coming together. Let's add a little bit of power guitar just for some spice it up. Cool. You see how agile that type of playing can be. Sadly, this completes our podcast for today on orchestrating 11s and 10s and comping with 11s and 10s. Remember, 11s and 1s, 10s and 2s, that's going to make you lose the blues. This podcast is powered by the Music Interval Theory Academy your resource for getting clarity and confidence in music composition and orchestration. See you inside at musicintervaltheory.academy.